Hey there, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry. Today we're going to be in the little book of Jude. And I'm going to be reading from the New Life Version. It only has one chapter, so here are the verses that we will highlight. Verses 3 and 4. Dear friends, I have been trying to write you about what God did for us when he saved us from the punishment of sin. Now I must write to you and tell you to fight hard for the faith which was once and for all given to the holy people of God. Some sinful men have come into your church without anyone knowing it. They are living in sin and they speak of the loving favor of God to cover up their sins. They have turned against our only leader and Lord Jesus Christ. Long ago, it was written that these people would die in their sins. Verses 17 through 21. Dear friends, you must remember the words spoken by the missionaries of our Lord Jesus Christ. They say, in the last days, there will be men who will laugh at the truth and will who and will be led by their own sinful desires. They are men who will make trouble by dividing people into groups against each other. Their minds are on the things of the world because they do not have the Holy Spirit. Dear friends, you must become strong in your most holy faith. Let the Holy Spirit lead you as you pray. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Wait for life that lasts forever through the loving kindness of our Lord Jesus Christ, having loving kindness for those who doubt. I was reading from the New Life Version. I don't know if I said that. Okay, so here's another pithy little letter, right? (laughs) Short and sweet. But, you know, actually, I think about 2 John, 3 John, and Jude. They're probably the shortest letters in the New Testament. But they're still included in the Bible. Why do you think they are included in our Bible? Or perhaps I should ask it this way. Why did God see fit? to include these little books in the Bible. Hmm? I think it's because they all help us see how not being grounded in God's word and knowing him personally and collectively as a, as a body of believers can usher in unsound doctrine and ungodly beliefs that will erode our faith and our witness to the world. Jude specifically is telling us to guard our faith. How do we do that? By knowing that we know that we know who God is. See, it's not good enough for you to try and live off of the faith of your mother or your father or your grandparents. You have got to know who God is for yourself. And you need to have a personal relationship with him for personal experiences with God so that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt who Jesus is, no matter what others may say. That's why it's called a testimony. You have experience with God. Going through caregiving is an experience with God that no one will be able to take away from you where you know you are grounded and you know that he's there because he's spoken to you in your heartache in your frustration, in your anger. When you are solid of who Jesus is, his character, what he did for you, what he did for mankind, then you will easily be able to spate, to um, spot out, 
or seek out, not seek out, but you'll be able to see the fakes out there, the false witnesses. I know now when I listen or even, you know, read Christian literature, listening to sermons, you know, what have you, if the speaker says something that doesn't line up in scripture because I've been in the word so much and scripture's in me, now granted, I'm not the person who can start quoting scripture, you know, verbatim. That isn't my thing. <laughs> but it's in me. So when I hear someone automatically a scripture may come to mind that I'm like, mm, wait a minute. I have to go to Google to get the exact place, but I know the beginning of the scripture. And so what happens is all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, what did they just say? And it's like if I were a dog or a cat, like one of my ears would turn to the left or to the right. For those of you who have animals, dogs or cats specifically, you know how sometimes they can be looking and they hear something and then one ear kind of starts moving before the other ear does. Like, hmm? That's kind of what happens with me. <laughs> it's like I'm hearing something or I'm reading something and I'm like, wait, what? And so then I'll go to the scripture that immediately comes to my mind. And then I'm reading it and I'm like, wait a minute, is this what they said? Is this, is this what they meant? Okay, did, did, did what? Oh, okay, so... Okay, so that made sense. I just didn't recognize it. So now that's another tool in my tool bag. I can recognize it. Or if they misspoke, then I know, right? But I do that in prayer. But that's because the word of God is in me. And the word of God needs to be in you. This is what um, John said in our last episode of testing the spirit by the spirit, right? If it's a duck, it'll what? It'll quack like a duck. It'll walk like a duck. If it's not a duck, you need to get it out of there. But you need to know what a duck looks like, right? So we must continually build and reinforce our faith in God. And that's only done, my dear ones, through study, prayer, and fellowship. Yep, and I know those may be some things that you just don't really feel like doing, right? But that's why the... um, I think it's in Hebrews where it says, you know, do not forsake the assembly of the saints because that's how we build each other up. That's another way you grow. You hear other people's testimonies of how God has led them, brought them through different things. Even if you haven't right now, you can encourage someone else. Your spiritual gift that he's given you that is for the body of Christ is being used. You have your own personal devotional time where you're going to him on different things. You have a collective Bible study. All of that. All of that. Is us reinforcing our faith in Christ, us seeing him in new ways and new lights. Because, you know, Jesus, he's, even though he came as a man and very much God, there's so much to him. There's so much in the word of God. We will never exhaust learning. Never. But that's the only way that we will be strong in our faith. And these letters show us that we will be infiltrated. You know, there will be people who will come into the body of Christ, who will come into your life that will twist the word. Just enough, there'll be just enough truth in it to where people who aren't grounded, other sisters and brothers who aren't grounded, who aren't in Bible study, who aren't doing their own devotionals, who aren't in fellowship, they'll be led astray. But not you and I, because we're digging into God. We're consistently seeking him. So what I want to do is first commend you for thirsting after Jesus, for seeking him and for learning of him. 
this podcast is one way that you can seek him and you can learn him, but it isn't the only way. You must still have your own devotional time. I'm going to harp on it. You must have your own devotional time. Now, you can use this podcast as a platform for that time with Jesus. So, you know, after you hear one of the episodes and, you know, hear him speak to me, then then you can go in your quiet time with him and, and walk or walk or whatever. And you ask God to give you further clarity on the episode that you just heard or the scriptures that I read. But you still have your own time where you can hear him. But please don't allow this podcast to be the only way that you learn. It's a good start, but I want you to grow. (laughs) I want you to know more about the God who loves you. and, and, And loved you so much that he gave his son for you. Yes, you out there. He loves you that much and he has so much more for him. For, for you to know about him. And so I want you to grow in him. So let's stay strong. And let's learn to encourage one another. Let's learn to love one another. And let's learn to walk in faith. To keep our faith strong. So that we can fight the good fight. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this letter. And we thank you for reminding us that we will be challenged at times with our faith. There will be people who don't quite know you or know you just a little bit to where they get off guard and they may intentionally try and get us off guard. But help us, Father, to lean into you, to diligently seek you because you're so rich in knowledge and because you're so good. Help us to reinforce the faith that we have in you daily by setting aside time for you to express our love and our appreciation and our gratitude to you and then allow you to pour into us your Holy Spirit speaking to us, guiding us. Help us to walk in obedience to the things that you tell us to do, but help us to know you so that we are not easily swayed by false doctrine, false teaching. We want to be we want to be that soil where your word just germinates and flourishes and where we establish strong roots in your word to where we're not easily swayed. We want to be women and men who know you and who you can always count upon to say yes when you ask us to be in your service. I thank you, Father, for the caregivers who have said yes to taking care of the loved one that you have placed in their charge. Help them to know that you are pleased with that and that as they walk this journey, this season, that you will be with them every step of the way. Help us to stay strong in you. Help us to guard our hearts in you, Father, because we love you and we want you to say well done when you welcome us home. Bless each and every person out there. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Alrighty, I'll see you next episode. Go minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.